Welcome to the Homeopathy for Mommies radio show. Your host, Sue Meyer, is a Catholic wife and homeschool mom of 11. She shares her knowledge of the study of natural alternative medicine with you. While this show is not intended to diagnose or name any disease, through her experience, Sue will share helpful information to help you further your study into the amazing world of homeopathy. And now, here's your host, Sue Meyer. Homeopathy in the United States has a huge opportunity right now, and you can help. The FDA is proposing to change their treatment of homeopathic medicines, allowing it to treat all homeopathic medicines as technically illegal and withdraw any or all of them at any time. But Americans for Homeopathy Choice has turned this concerning situation into an opportunity. Just this year, AFHC submitted a new citizen's petition to the FDA, urging them to reconsider how it plans to treat homeopathy. Now you need to take the opportunity and support the efforts of Homeopathy Choice. You've done it before, but now we need you to do it again. Submit comments to the FDA in support of the petition. When you leave a comment through the AFHC website, it goes directly to the FDA as well as members of Congress and other lawmakers. Our goal is 100,000 comments by December 2nd. Leave your comments at homeopathychoice.org forward slash FDA comment. Again, homeopathychoice.org forward slash FDA comment. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Homeopathy for Mommies. I'm Sue Meyer, and today we're actually, this is a part two of a podcast that we started just previously, a couple of weeks ago, and the name of this podcast is Exhaustion, Weariness, and Brain Fag, okay? <laughs> I hope you were able to listen to the first part because I, I really want people to stop and think about how exhaustion Weariness can lead to brain fag and even physical ailments, physical exhaustion. If we are pushed to such an extent through work or too much play or too much anything, we can end up with all sorts of physical ailments. Because like I said, I can't stress it over enough that everything begins in the mind. Our mind processes all the external stimuli, everything we're exposed to, everything we feel, everything we want, everything we dislike. It it literally has to process everything. And then it throws out to the external body symptoms. of, of And symptoms are just simply cues to things that we need or want or desire or have an urgency for. Okay, little kids bouncing up and down holding themselves is an indication or a symptom or a cue that they have to run to the potty right? We eventually learn how to overcome that holding ourselves and jumping up and down and we just simply will go. But the point is, is that's a cue, an indication for that God gives so that mommy knows, take that kid to the potty, whatever. Everything is for a purpose. And if we can remember that and actually learn to discern the simple little cues, the simple little things in life that we're exposed to, it's, it's, it's so amazing how God is so orderly and he sets everything up in such a way that if we were only thoughtful part of the time, we would be so much better off than we are now because we're so un, unattentive. We're clueless to our surroundings and to our own symptoms. So the, by doing this, 
little podcast and, you know, kind of like telling so many of my own faults, <laughs> which I did in the first podcast. But it's okay because everyone has them. Everyone has faults. Everyone has weaknesses. But everyone also has strengths and virtues. And so what I tell people is that I love homeopathy because it can help help bring balance so that we can more easily overcome some of our faults, so that we can more easily overcome some of our bad tendencies. And when we can overcome these faults and these tendencies, then we can be more virtuous. You know, and like I said, we got, we, the important thing is to always give credit to God, you know, everything for the greater honor and glory of our Lord. And when we can do that, and if we can live like that, and we can have our intention to be, you know, good and honest and holy, then we're so much further ahead. All right. And so <laughs> all of this exhaustion talk lately, I just see it everywhere I turn. People come to me and they just have this look on their face. And this look, I, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a huge responsibility sitting across the table from these folks because they literally have this look of, I, I can't explain it, other than maybe exhaustion, weariness, exhaustion. I hurt. I have these symptoms. I'm tired of feeling like this. I want to feel better. And everyone deserves to feel better because it's easier to bring glory to God when we feel well. It's easier to be charitable to our neighbor when we feel well. I'm not saying we're going to be without pain and we're going to be without weariness, but at least when we can work through it and we can have a little balance, then guess what? We're going to feel better. I I thought I could get the whole exhaustion podcast done in one, but I decided to hold off because... Want some there's a group of remedies and we know them as the acids and when we think of acids we think of exhaustion and so in order to explain this to you all I I wanted to I'll do a second part because it I didn't it won't be real long but at least you'll have a better idea of what the acids can do for us in our exhaustive world so how do you discern between the acids well like I was explaining in the last podcast. We know our, and we know that we have exhaustion, okay? Let's look at the cause. What's causing this exhaustion, all right? Once we understand kind of the cause, and I tried to list the causations where they were listed, um, if, if they were listed, and then what is the result of that exhaustion? So we have exhaustion because mental study, all right? Fine. There's several remedies listed for mental study. Exhaustion. So what is the result of that? Is it diabetes? Is it anger? Is it liver swelling? Whatever. So you look at that and then you, you can kind of get a pretty good idea. And I've, you know, I have used, I have used acid remedies with great success to pull people out of a funk. It's not necessarily their remedy, but it's, it's a remedy that will help pull them out of that, like I said, that exhaustive funk to bring balance and then you know, sometimes they never need anything else. A lot of people, not everybody needs homeopathy, guys. A lot of people are really healthy <laughs> until they get to near the end of the life. And then they're like, ah, oh, well, <laughs> but like I said, it's here if we need it. All right. So we're going to go through this and we're going to talk about some of these acid type remedies. Like I say, when we think of exhaustion, we tend to think of the acids. And one of the most famous of all these acids for exhaustion is actually phosphoric acid and we you can it's, it's probably listed as phosphoricum acidum or you know, like I said short is phosphoric acid and this like I said is being one of the most useful it's amazing for mental debility followed by that physical depression the physical ailments it the causations are effects of bad news 
disappointed love, grief, chagrin, and shock, separation from home, the loss of fluids, other excesses, overlifting, overstudy, injuries, and operations. So if you have a loved one or you yourself has gone through any of these types of situations, you think of phosphoric acid. And that's why it's probably one of the most famous for the exhaustive states for needing this remedy because there's so many so many causations that can throw a person into this state for having needed phosphoric acid. And it does. It pulls a lot of people out of the funk. Many symptoms are produced by this remedy, like, for instance, vertigo is one of the peculiar ones. The sensation is if the chair he was sitting on was rising. And that's that's kind of a famous one. So in other words, his equilibrium is off, and he, and he may say something as silly as, oh, my gosh, I feel like this chair is moving or this chair is rising. Sensation as if the feet were rising until he stood on his head. So you have, a, let's say, that's kind of a form of delirium where his all his perceptions are off. Phosphoricum acetum is an amazing remedy to help restore health to persons for any of the reasons I just mentioned. Has many respiratory symptoms, weak feeling in the chest from talking or coughing, hoarseness and with a nasal voice. The sphincters can be weakened, involuntary escape of fecal matter or urine or coughing from or movement of the urine. Peculiar sensations. There's quite a few peculiar sensations to this remedy, and I'm going to list most of them here. I already did mention that as if the feet were going up or um, as if the chair would topple over. Like I said, it, it tends to affect the sensorium as if the head would burst or if there was a weight in the head as if the brain was crushed. I'm reading this because I just heard this one the other day, as if the bones were scraped with a knife. And I can remember thinking at that time, I know that remedy. Guess what? I just found it again. As if the lower jaw were going to break. Nausea, as if the soft palate were in the throat. Stomach being balanced up and down. A heavy load in the stomach. Ants crawling over the body. Uterus, as if filled with wind. Tickling in the chest, as if with a feather. As with down in the larynx. Red hot coal on the arm or shoulder. Phosphoric acid is suited to persons of originally strong constitution, weakened by loss of fluids or excesses, or by violent acute diseases, or chagrin, or long succession of moral emotions. Persons of a mild disposition, children and young people have grown too quickly with pains in the back of the loins as if beaten, growing pains. They give the story here of a woman, 66 years old, had painless morning diarrhea, they had given her potophyllum and gelsamium with some success, but not a cure. And then her daughter told the story how she wanted to move back to her old country, even though there was no family left there. Phosphoric acid cured. So that's the homesickness end of phosphoric acid. Like I said, it's an amazing remedy. One, you all need to know about it. Huge for exhaustion. Very, very huge. And we think of that mental debility followed by the physical aspect of the physical decline phosphoric acid. All right, here's one. This is the one that's the most of the exhaustion, weariness, and brain fag that we're talking about. Picricum acidum, picric acid. And this remedy, the causation is fatigue, study, and mental exertion. 
brain fag, headaches, debility, dread of failure at examination. Oh my goodness, how many of our college students don't have that problem? Mental weakness after prolonged strain and anxiety. Memory weakness, forgetfulness, mental exertion aggravates, inability to exert the mind, talk or think, lack of willpower, disinclined to work. Okay, (laughs) the list goes on. This This remedy is so amazing. Worn out persons mentally and physically. This remedy has actually cured diabetes. Grimmer said this remedy's sphere of action centers in the brain, spinal cord, and bloodstream. It produces pernicious anemia, and these conditions in the sick have many times been cured by this remedy. Great weakness, a slow, small pulse. So like I said, I just, I love this remedy. It is, you know, we like I said, if you're thinking of someone that has brain fag, literally brain fag, from study or mental exertion, think of picric acid because it is it is just so, so amazing. When I study the things that John H. Clark has written about this remedy, he says, these observations give the chief features of the drug, fatigue, mental and bodily, symptoms worse by least exertion, fatigue going into actual paralysis, brain fatigue, nerve fatigue, at the same time, absence of anxiety, indifference. Like so many other yellow substances, that's what picric acid is, picric acid acts powerfully on the liver and produces jaundice, cachexia, cancerous tints, tired, worn out, washed out feeling, must give in, is the chief keynote of picric acid and its salts. Nash cured promptly with picric acid, 6C, an old man who had been failing for a year and complained of heaviness in the occiput. So that's the back of the head, the headache. Inability to exert the mind, talk or think, and general played out feeling. Nash had feared brain softening. He reports a case of illustrating the power of picric acid over the effects of fatigue and professional neurosis. A sonographer and typewriter, after using her right index finger continuously for six years, noticed weakness of her thumb. I mean, it took her six years. (laughs) Most of us are six months. An index, an inability to hold the pen or pencil. Next, there was difficulty in striking correctly the keys of the typewriter and some wrist drop. The finger, when Halbert first saw her, was quite rigid and straight, showing extreme spacity. Massage, electricity, etc. had failed to give her any relief. Picric acid, 3X, six times daily, cured the case and made great improvement in the patient's general health. Like I say, the stories go on, you guys. I mean, these are well-proven remedies, and it's just amazing how they work, how they help us. Another Dr. Evans has found it curative in girls and young women who, under the strain of many studies, show signs of breaking down, loss of appetite, sleep lightly, and lay awake. He has given picric acid 30C and had great success. Exhaustion after the day's studies, fatigue, even from a short walk, twitchings of the muscles when asleep or awake, hysterical state, loss of willpower, constant headache, irregular menses. Such patients are usually given iron, when li- which does little or no good. Picric acid and its compounds are among the most powerful explosives known. 
Picric acid, like glonium, has occipital headache and bursting headaches. The headache frontal or occipital can extend down the spine. There is also a headache extending from the top of the spine up over the head to the eyes. In a case of spinal irritation, they relieve picric, with picric acid 30C, a pain which shot up from the spine into the head. The pains referable to the spinal cord are strongly marked. Any attempt to study causes burning along the spine with great weakness of the back of the legs, soreness of muscles and joints. The spinal congestion must be attributed to the remarkable disturbance in the sexual sphere. Like I said, the stories go on and on, and I just, I just love this remedy. And like I said, it has such a important area in homeopathy. All right, going on down to muriatic acid. And like I said, folks, if you're a member, if you belong to our members group, then we have the printout for this. So we have muriatic acid or a muriaticum acidum. And this remedy, the causation, oddly enough, is from the sun. So I can find no other cause listed. And so I'm just going to go with that. And that was listed in John H. Clark's book, His, His Materia Medica. This patient suffers in silence, muttering, loud moaning, irritable and peevish, memory weakness, absent-mindedness, confusion of the mind, irresolution, indecision, thoughts intrude and crowd upon each other while at work, stupefaction as if intoxicated, ailments from anger, morphinism or drug addiction, alcoholism. Muriatic acid has an affinity for the blood producing septic conditions like those found in low fevers and great prostration, muscular exhaustion, soreness of the body causing restlessness. So this remedy, if you read John H. Clark, he has noted that there is much sadness, taciturnity and reserve, anxiety, apprehension and peevishness, indecision and inquietude. Ideas rejecting recent events crowd upon the mind during labor disposition to be angry and to give way to passion, unconsciousness. So like I said, if you have someone who is displaying these types of symptoms and they've been exposed to the sun and they have a mouthful of mercury <laughs> or they have a history of septic conditions like those found in, with great prostration, muscular exhaustion, soreness of the body and restlessness, those who have been on pharmaceutical drugs in the past and, like I said, has that, that history of septic conditions, don't hesitate to give this remedy. Like I said, it's just, the thing is, is if we understand these remedies and how to use them, you know, what brings on this state of exhaustion, then we are, then we're going to just be able to do so much help, so much good to help others with our use and our knowledge of homeopathic remedies. Okay, we're going to move on to nitric acid. Nitric acid is one of my very, very favorite remedies as far as when it comes to exhaustion. The, um, you have to understand that the causations of nitric acid are a little bit different than some of the other acids. It's not necessarily brain fag or you know overstudy like picric acid or phosphoric acid. Nitric acid, the causations are ill effects of loss of sleep from nursing the sick. Now, in our last podcast, I talked about the homeopathic remedy, Coculus. Coculus is the, probably the most famous homeopathic remedy for those suffering from exhaustion and ill effects of nursing the sick. 
but don't discount nitric acid, okay? Because it, it is, it's a profound and it's amazing. And this is, you know, we like mothers who go into a state of exhaustion when they're caring for other little children. I've seen mothers that you just wonder, oh my gosh, I, I think they need a remedy. But you know, unless they ask for it, you can't just run around handing mothers remedies. But it, a nitric acid is amazing. Injury to the spine, antibiotic drugs, penicillin and mercury are also causations for the use of nitric acid. Some of the ill effects are mind is weak, memory is weak, confusion, indifference. Thoughts vanish after mental exertion, no disposition to work, to perform any serious business. The mind is easily affected, inclined to weep. He or she weeps from discontent of self, sensitive to noise, pain, touch, jar, impetuous during the daytime. And you'll notice that a lot of persons who are in need of something for exhaustion, whether it be mental or physical, they do tend to have sensibility of the brain. You know, their senses are extremely heightened. They don't want to be touched. They have, like, they're really, they will start from a noise or from a, um, an action in the corner of their eye. They're easily frightened. So that's something that you're going to notice with a, with a lot of people needing something for exhaustion. One of the main keynotes for me for nitric acid is the shortness of breath. I say shortness of breath, and there can be no other necessary symptoms. It's just that, oh, my gosh, I'm so tired. I can't catch my breath. And they, like I said, it's, it's an amazing symptom for the need for nitric acid. Uterine hemorrhages, decay of the mastoid bone, all discharges are offensive, especially urine, feces, perspiration. These discharges are often acrid, thin, dirty, or brown. Again, you don't have to have all the symptoms. I remember one time... When I first started studying homeopathy, I was looking at the materia medica. I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't, this sounds kind of like me or whatever, but I don't have all of that. It's hard to understand that when they do these provings on many, 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 many people, they add it all together and they, they write down all the provings. These are these, these are the people that are blonde, dark hair, tall, thin, you know, muscular, flabby, and everybody produces their own set of symptoms and they're all recorded. So these are symptoms that, not everybody gets, but some people can get. And like I said, when we have keynotes, th these keynotes are the things that everybody gets. You know, the main symptom of this remedy is, like for instance, shortness of breath with nitric acid. All of the discharges of someone needing dis nitric acid are very acrid and smelly. So that's, that's just a really good indicator for nitric acid, and I'm not even going to say anything more about that, okay? We're going to move right on to sulfuric acid. Sulfuric acid is actually the last... Ooh, no, I have some more remedies listed here. Sulfuric acid, the causation of sulfuric acid is burns, mechanical injuries, falls, bruises, concussion of the brain, chafing, surgical operations, sprains, and wounds. Sulfuric acid tends to create a craving for alcoholic stimulants. These patients always feel hurried, hurried while walking, tremor and weakness of their movements. Everything must be done in a hurry, trembling internally, hot flushes, followed by perspiration with trembling. Grimmer stated that patients needing this remedy are weak and exhausted, yet mentally impatient and hurried. Sulfuric acid, according to Testi, was a favorite remedy during historical times being used in a dilution in a treatment as for scrofulous patients. Scrofulous meaning with the swollen nodes. Phagedenic 
and cancerous type ulcers. It was used as a gargle, a mouthwash for apathy, in other words, like thrush, ulceration of the gums, and diphtheria. It was known as the mineral lemonade in cases of lead poisoning. Hahnemann proved sulfuric acid and says that it has cured affections characterized by tension in the eyelids in the morning, short-sightedness, hardness of hearing, inguinal hernia, chronic looseness of the bowels, profuse menses, metarrhagia, roughness in the throat, asthma, swelling of the feet, coldness of the feet. Testy gives this experience of his own. Two or three times I have used this remedy with success against round syphilitic spots of a bright red color the size of a penny, rather itchy, running into each other, secreting a humor or oozing sometimes, and generally seated in the upper and inner surface of the thighs, between the shoulders, on the face, and in the posterior surface of the forearms and hands. Patients are weak and exhausted. So, like I said, this remedy has been used with great success also for helping people to get over the desire for alcohol. It is common for use with hydrogenoid patients. The hurry, haste, quick, sullen, and impatient, and angry patient. <laughs> oh, I think that's so funny. Some of the sensations are as if the brain were loose and falling from side to side, as if one side of the head was filled with smoke, as if a plug were thrust quickly into the head, as if a foreign body were right under the canthus, as if a white egg had dried on the face, as if the cheek and chin were pinched, <laughs> as if a hernia would protrude, as if the rectum were torn to pieces during the stool. Many symptoms appear on the right side, but the left cheek and left parotid are most affected. But the, the keynote for this remedy is basically that hurriedness, that desire to hurry. Okay, lactic acid. Lactic acid is one of my very favorite remedies. This remedy tends to be suited to anemic, pale women. Large doses have been known to disagree with melancholic claret, choleric constitutions with dark hair and eyes, mind, confusion, forgetful. Can't remember a thing an hour after it has happened. Dislikes to read or think. Lazy, aversion to business, or what formerly was pleasant to do. Contemptuous and sarcastic. Finds fault. Very exacting. Believes all she says is a lie. Great discouragement during pregnancy and debility. Diabetes, rheumatic pains in joints, shoulders, wrists, and knees. <laughs> wow. That, that's pretty much, you know, I don't know. It's, it's just really, really funny. Okay, but lactic acid, seriously, I have to read here what John H. Clark says because lactic acid was discovered by Scheele in sour milk, the result of the spontaneous fermentation of sugar of milk under the influence of casein. It also met with many vegetable products which have been turned sour. Herring says that. Reasoning introduced into homeopathy, it has been proved in both the lower and higher attenuations, but many valuable observations have been made on patients taking substantial doses for diabetes. In these cases, the symptoms of rheumatic fever were directly traced to the acid. Pain, swelling, and stiffness and tenderness of the joints. Worse for motion, as with bryonia, which antidotes lactic acid, and flying pains about the limbs. One prover had pain along the right sciatic nerve. The well-known effects of milk that had soured on the stomach and remained undigested were produced. Nausea, vomiting, burning, and sense of weight, and have... And these have all proved useful indications in the homeopathic use of this remedy. Diabetes is the affection for which it has been most given in old school practice. 
but it is also proved of great power in the affection of in these homeopathic attenuations. Nash regards the concomitants of rheumatic pains as the chief guiding symptom. Now you have to understand, folks, rheumatic pains. Remember, you know, I've talked about this. People complain about like fibromyalgia, and I they don't like it when I tell them this because everyone likes the name of their disease, and they people tend to embrace their disease. But fibromyalgia is simply nothing other than rheumatic rheumatism. Okay, rheumatism of the muscles. And so, and the thing is, is aches and pains can hit us anywhere in our body. And when it hits us directly in the muscles, then that's known as fibro, as in the fibers of the body, myalgia, which means pain. All right. So we go on to say that um, he records a case of diabetes with rheumatic fever supervening. It was cured by lactic acid 200C. Nausea is no less of a guide. Constant nausea, nausea on waking before rising, before eating. These may occur in diabetes or it may occur in pregnancy. It is also an indication when occurring in rheumatism. There is, there's eruptions, um, copious foot sweat is also a feature of lactic acid but is not offensive. It is suited to anemic pale women. Large doses, um, I already mentioned that they that disagree with chaotic type persons. The mind, great discouragement, lazy, sarcastic. <laughs> And the memory is lost. <laughs> okay. So again, with lactic acid, it's not so much like exhaustion of the mind so much as it is exhaustion of the body. There's the confusion of the mind, but you have that that diabetes type situation that has, it's, it's a succession of events. Okay. We have the fever supervening, and then we end up in the diabetic and rheumatic state. All right. Acidic acid, acidicum, acidicum, acidum. <laughs> That's a mouthful. And acidic acid antidotes the effects of anesthesia. I always, you know, the funny thing is, is we, I'm always telling people carbovage for nullifying the harmful effects of anesthesia. Um, and when I say that, you know, that I'm thinking that's, yes, it's absolutely true. Carbovage is amazing for that. Carbovage is great for inhalation of carbon monoxide poisoning. Guys go out into the deer stand or the fish house or whatever, and they, they're not proper, the, the small area is not properly ventilated. Carbovage, amazing. All right. But let's not discount the effect of acidicum, acidicum, acidum as an antidote to the effects of anesthesia. Profound anemia. Emaciation, very dull and low-spirited, grieves much, sighs often, horrible attacks of anxiety with difficult breathing, borrows trouble, worries, is worried about business affairs, grieves about his sickness and the children, does not know her own children, forgets what has recently happened, confusion of ideas, alternating stupor and delirium, lungs, they have difficult breathing, cough when inhaling, stomach fermentation, violent burning in the stomach on and the chest as if an, as if being produced by an ulcer, followed by coldness of the skin and a cold sweat on the forehead. The leading features of acetic acid, like I said, are excessive wasting and debility, anemia with a waxy pallor of the face, intense thirst, burning in the throat, nausea, retching, and sour rising as met with in cases of cancer and debility. There is, are gnawing and ulcerative pains in the stomach. It has been used in diabetes also, like lactic acid. 
It corresponds to putrid and hectic fevers with night sweats, hemorrhages, varicose veins, swellings, and dropsies. As a type of vinegar effects may be mentioned the following. A plump and blooming young woman took a small glass daily to reduce size. She soon lost flesh and color. In a month, cough set in with a white concocted phlegm, fever and dyspnea, night sweats, anorexia, dropsy, diarrhea, and death. Lungs after the death were found stuffed with non-superating tubercules. A young German, after working 12 months in a vinegar factory, was obliged to leave from indigestion, dyspnea, which is a shortness of breath, and fatigue. It is suited to children and old people, to lax, pale, lean persons. Equal parts of vinegar and hot water make a refreshing sponge down for many conditions of fever, with or without perspiration. So acidic gum acid, again, this is basically a vinegar type of preparation. And so, you know, I know a lot of people like to take vinegar before a meal because they say that it tends to curb their appetite and helps them lose weight because, well, you know, good vinegar has what they call the mother and it's, it, and it helps to break down. It's rich in enzymes, but again, obviously everything in moderation. And I know that if I drink vinegar very often, it'll make me sick. I have to dilute it way, way down. Um, but again, it does help with digestion and it gets things moving and it's, it's, it can be a very good cleanser. But like I said, everything in moderation, folks. Okay. Our last remedy here that we're going to discuss is floricum acidum, floric acid. And fluoric acid, we all know that what fluoride does to us. Fluoride is what they fed to our military men so that they wouldn't try to escape because it dulls the senses so much that they just would, were happy to sit there and play checkers and stare at their feet. Um, fluoric acid is, is um, a remedy that we think of when there's a great absent-mindedness. Forgetful in the evening, better in the morning, great loss of memory. Forgets almost everything. Forgets dates. Mistakes his right for his left. He's opinionated. Strong-minded. Domineering behavior. Irritability sends the nurse home. Abuses and reproaches others. Aversion to his own family. Shuns responsibility. Indifference to business affairs. Decay of his long teeth, long bones, bone disorders, fluoride poisoning, goiter, edema, dropsy of the limbs, itching, especially the orifices. Ulcers, red, the ulcers tend to have red edges and vesicles. So fluoric acid is a perfect remedy for that fluoride poisoning that persons can, can have. It can be very helpful. There tends to be an uncommon buoyancy of mind, fears nothing, and is self-satisfied. Disposition to be exceedingly anxious, causing perspiration, aversion to his own family, sensation as if danger menaced him forgetfulness of dates and of his common employment. So with that, like I said, I don't think of fluoric acid so much for exhaustion as I do for the exhaustive state of being exposed to fluoride and the things that it can cause. So, but I wanted to throw it in here because it is an acid and I, I just want to, I want to bring all the acids to to your mind when you're thinking about severe exhaustion or disease states, because they're amazing for helping to bring around balance again. All right. That pretty much brings us to a close here with our, our second podcast and exhaustion. And I say exhaustion, <laughs> exhaustion, weariness, and brain fag. Okay. 
So, like I said, it's it's something great you and your kids can talk about, and you can, you know, like I said, once you understand these remedies, you can you can really profoundly help a lot of people, and you're going to start to recognize some of the states of exhaustion or brain fag, and you're going to be able to know what to do about it. All right. With that, I'll let you go. May God bless you and yours. Hey, folks. I just want to throw in a quick little commercial here for our upcoming Mentors Series classes. For those of you who have been enjoying our advanced homeopathy classes, you will be so excited to find out that we are proud to bring the teaching talents of both my original mentors to you. Beginning this Thursday, June 18th, we will begin our series with Dr. Douglas Brown as he teaches us about the mineral kingdom. Dr. Brown has a wonderful way of bringing this foundational kingdom to life for his students. He has studied the work of Rajan Sankaran and Jan Schulten and is excited to share with us the home homeopathy for mommy's advanced members (laughs) or anyone who's interested in homeopathy his love of homeopathy and the simplicity of the mineral kingdom following the periodic chart each month we will be having another class by either dr brown or dr barbara lowry who also teaches the sensation to synergy method and she is a fantastic fantastic teacher I have learned so much under her guidance, and she has helped me for the last 10 years as well. This system of sensation to synergy is one which both of these fantastic teachers will do justice to. So feel free to revisit the first of our advanced classes so that you're ready for the upcoming series, or just jump in and enjoy the series alone. If you are someone who loves homeopathy and has a desire to understand God's created world through homeopathy in an orderly fashion, you will love what we are about to present. So go to homeopathyformommies.com and click the online training to sign up. It's that simple. You will not be sorry you did it. Enjoy your classes. God bless. Hope to see you there. Thanks for listening to this episode of Homeopathy for Mommies radio show. Please visit Sue on her website, homeopathyformommies.com and join us right here at homeopathyformommiesradio.com. Wednesday, noon Eastern. As always, we pray the Lord blesses you with good health, vitality, strength, and wisdom.